Chris, uh, thank you all for joining me today on Press Day for Death Tour. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Uh, excited, does it, friend? Uh, how excited are you that this is finally going to premiere in the world 2024? I mean, I'm really excited. It's the first documentary that I've ever had premiere at such a prestigious film festival like Slamdance. Um, you know, and and considering there's thousands of of uh, you know, people putting in their movies, thousands of possible choices. The fact that we were selected is is a big deal and just shows how interesting and riveting of a story the death tour tells. I watched it last night. And first of all, you took part in this many, many years ago. How did it feel now actually producing this and getting into this? Well, that's one of the reasons why I was so interested in it because I've been through it before. Um, and I, you know, I know so many people that have done these tours that have made it to varying de degrees hall of famers and world champions down to people that never wrestled again and i think that's the story that's so interesting is that you could go on the death tour as a young wrestler and think wow chris jericho did this tour you know edge did this tour. adam copeland did this tour you know kenny omega did this tour and once again, and then there's dozens and dozens and probably hundreds of, of mm -hmm. names that could throw at you probably never heard before. So where are you going to fall on, on what side of the coin? Just, just by doing a death tour doesn't necessarily guarantee you, you know, the main event of WrestleMania, but you got to start somewhere. And I think one of the reasons why the, the nickname of this tour is the death tour is because it's very mentally and physically exhausting. You know, it takes you to, to the, to the edge you know, to make you decide, do I have what it takes to be in this business? Do I want to do this? Do I want to drive 16 hours on a frozen lake that could crack at any moment, you know, that you could drive your van through at any moment and then just set up the ring and wrestle and then take the ring down and sleep on a gym floor, you know, eating a ham sandwich that costs you 25 bucks. Is this what I really want to do? And if you say yes, then that's kind of, you know, getting to the yeah. next step. Uh, as a professional yeah. wrestling fans are going to tune into watches. What are you hoping they get out of this project? I don't care if wrestling fans tune into it. You know, to me, it's such an interesting story. I think the, the design is you want anybody that appreciates a good documentary to mm -hmm. tune into it. Uh, that's the goal of anything that I do. When I wrote my books, it wasn't for wrestling fans. It was for people that might want to, read the story of a kid with a dream. Now wrestling fans are going to read it. I know wrestling fans are going to watch this, but right. we need to appeal to everybody. You know, like when King of Kong came out, if you don't play Donkey Kong, it doesn't matter. It's such an interesting and, 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 and attention grabbing story. And I think we have that with the death tour. There's, there's, there's some stories in here, you know, that'll make you laugh and literally will make you cry as well. The personal reasons why, some of our guys and girls got into the business itself. So yeah, we're talking about this wrestling tour, but there's so much more behind it. Just like there's so much more behind the people that play the characters that you watch on TV. And that's the story that we wanted to capture. And we did. Cody Canelo. He's like the father figure of this family. I want to call this a family pretty much in the beginning. It uh, is. Yeah. What's your, like uh, the relationship with you and him. See, that's the thing too. When you go on a tour like this, you know, when you're, when you wrestle on national TV, if you're, if you're an AEW or, or WWE, you know, you see, you see the rest of the people, you know, once a week, twice a week, whatever it may be. And you know, it's, it, it is what it is when you're on a tour like this, you're traveling together 
in the vans, you're out of the vans together, you're at the show together, you're putting up the ring together, you're taking it down together, you're going through all these trials and tribulations together. So for those three weeks, you are a family and you might not even have met any of these people ever before, but you get close very quickly. And you mentioned Tony being kind of the, the father figure. I'd say more like the crotchety old uncle uh, that gets drunk and, and gets angry every Christmas. I mean, that that's Tony. And the thing is like, Tony is, 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 the last of literally a dying breed of the local promoter. He doesn't just do death tours. That's kind of his, his cornerstone, but Tony's been promoting in all seasons, all across Canada for, for 50 years as well. And everybody that's worked in Canada worked for Tony Candelo. Even if you didn't do, I did one death tour and probably a hundred matches for Tony, you know, the mm. 10 other 15 other tour tours, where you're going, you know, just normal. Here we are going to Grand Beach and Grand Marais and then Portage, Portage the Prairie and Brandon and blah, blah, blah. You know, so, so, so he, but he is a guy that, that everybody owes something to. Mm-hmm. Like I owe something to Tony Canelo because he gave me a chance when no one else did. Even if I was only getting paid, you know, 40 bucks a match and 30, 30 cents a kilometer for gas or three cents, whatever the hell it was. <laughs> but, but he gave us all a shot. And, and there's nobody that knows Tony that doesn't appreciate the work that he's done and the chance that he's given to all of us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and that's a rare thing. He's in his 80s still doing these tours. And why does he do them? I'm sure he makes some money from them, but he's doing it because he loves the pro wrestling business and is who he is as a person. And I'm also really happy that we were able to capture that on the death tour and give him some of his flowers for people to go, Oh, I've heard this name or I've never heard this name, but now you know who Tony Candelo is and the influence he's had on the pro wrestling business in Canada and, and basically all across North America. How do you choose who joins a death tour? I mean, that's, you have to ask Tony that, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. sure. Cause once again, he probably gets dozens of submissions a year because the legend of the death tour is far bigger than the death tour itself. So he's probably going through and picking how many guys do I need? How many girls do I need? Do I need yeah. some, you know, first nation? Do I need, you know, people that are going to help me get more radio. I, I don't know exactly what his people are going to work for free or I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure exactly how he chooses it, but he puts together a crew every year. And even just watching the the the, the documentary when we were first going through it, I'd never heard of any of the guys, maybe one or two of the guys, some of the veterans on the tour, but the rest of, of the kids on it, I'd never heard of them before. So, you know, and that's why you do this. You want people to know who you are and start hearing your name. And like I said, if you can succeed and, and survive and thrive through these tours, that word gets around and suddenly people know who you are. How did you uh, collaborate with the directors now, Stephen and Sonia? Did you guys bounce any ideas off each other while you're Well, yeah, that's this? kind of what, what that's kind of the, the the idea of being the executive producer, you know. When they had a vision for the movie, and I had a vision for the movie, and you kind of compromise. There's some ideas I had that they went for, some ideas I had that they completely didn't go for, you know, and vice versa. And I think that's part of the creative process. If it was just my vision, it would have been a completely different movie. If it was just their vision. I think it would have been 25% different, you know? And then once I realized, okay, they have a vision that they're working on. Let me, let me try and help shape that vision into something that's going to make it broader. And I think we were able to do that. I think it was a, it was a great collaborative process. And that's one of the reasons why they brought me on as the EP in the first place is they wanted kind of my take on it. And we were able to, to get a lot of really cool moments and, and, and expand on some stories that were very short cut down some other stories that were very long and create a very riveting, easy to watch, fast flowing movie. 
Now that you've gotten a little bit of taste of this, do you want to try to get your hands on more projects like this? Yeah, I mean, this is the second documentary I've produced, and we just went to Vietnam to produce another documentary. I'm working on a fourth one, and I've got a really great idea for a fifth. So, yeah, Chris Jericho's a documentarian now, which kind of seems a little strange, but does it? If you know anything about me, I like doing stuff like that, and it's it's exciting to me. I love documentaries. They're my favorite types of movies. I'd rather watch a documentary than a Hollywood big-budget you know, POS any day. And um, I sp more specifically like the documentaries, like I said, that are unfolding in front of us where we don't know what's going to happen. That, to me, is very exciting. If you can capture that, uh, magic on film you've got something special and that's what we have with the death tour amazing uh death tour slam dance 2024 uh chris i want to thank you uh for giving me a few minutes today and last question how many more years we're gonna get out of you in that square circle you gotta keep going right uh, yeah i don't know man I, I could last another 10 years i could explode in a puff of dust tomorrow who knows i know sting's still going strong and he's probably 12 years older than i am so who's to say man as long as it's quality and still doing great work, then then I have no problems continuing on. Amazing. We got to see you in New Japan one more time. You never know. <laughs> Chris, thank you again. Thanks, man.